0: It's these folks Shooting each other and selling that Crack rock and shit Well how you think the crack rock gets into the country We don't own any planes Yeah Spaced out like an astronaut I crashed the dodge into the back of Baskin Robbins Excuse me miss, can I have a Spanish omelette? She turned around calm, it was action, bronze, and oh my god Sorry man, I need a glass of water, a plastic straw Maybe some banana, almonds, avocados, gelatos Brought in from Costco in bottles I hate the asset off papers, okay, I'll be back tomorrow <laughs> Lucy on my tongue, my life a movie and it's fun yeah. Fuck a couple goopies like a doobie when I'm done <laughs> Got a lot of Louis Prada, Gucci in my trunk back and bougie bitches always trying to choose me out the bunch, out the bunch. I've been hot since 1999. 1999 I just wanna try to climb the sky Ooh. I'm just trying to learn if I could fly Go to MTV, find take her out for five, yeah Mic check, give me room, give me room I'ma catch a body if they let me in the booth Mic check, give me room, give me room I'ma catch a body if they let me in the booth Mic check, give me room, give me room Mic check, give me room I can, are you there? Me room, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I body. can hear you.
1: Fuck yes. All right. I, I got one thing to say, big dog. What? What's that? These fucking pigeons in this town don't give a fuck, okay? Oh, no, they don't. <laughs> they give zero fucks. <laughs> they, don't, they don't care. They just, you walk right by them and they look at you like, what the fuck? <laughs> Step or, Move around. <laughs> move around, big dog. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm standing here. They almost have a New York <laughs>
0: attitude or something.
1: Yeah man, look pigeons where I'm from, they they, they scary real quick. <laughs> but like
0: you think the pigeons are bad here? Check out the fucking seagulls at In and Out, man. You know how many times I've seen a seagull snatch up someone's fucking double double and then like <laughs> some fucking tourist is like, dude, that seagull just laugh my ass off. <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. That's great, big dog. <laughs> oh, I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. So what's
0: happening? Oh, dude. Uh, I mean, I got the call just the other day, and it was, uh, I guess I shouldn't say his name, but whatever. If I should say it's LB. What's up, LB? He fucking, he hit me up, and he was like, dude, he was like, what? what's in your system? I mean, he doesn't even say, ask how I'm doing. He's like, what's in your system right now? <laughs> and I was like. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because you have to test, like, clean to get okay. in there. And if, you All know, right. like, if you're, like, honest with them, and you're like, dude, I'm dirty for wh- meth or whatever, they'll you know, they'll work with you and get you in a detox. Um, so I was like, dude, there should be just weed in my system. And they are like, okay. There you can test dirty for weed. So Right. I was like, all right, dude, this chills fuck. So I'm ready to get the fuck uh into a new location, you know. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Well, there's been a bunch of crazy shit going down in Central Coast lately, like Uh, someone I went to high school with got fucking shot up a few nights ago, apparently in this town next to us called Oceano. And then, and then, um, my other homie, he's looking at, he, he's like got, he was in Santa Barbara and, um, he fucking was passed out in his car with like three firearms and just a shit ton of drugs. And the cop just walked up to him and he was passed the fuck out and he likes to do benzos and cocaine. You know Not a good mix. Not a good mix. Well, no. to him it's like the best mix ever, right? But well, to me, it's like, it's your, like your, your
1: your body's moving, but your mind ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they should write a. Fu- I f- didn't
0: they make a classic rock song that said something like that? <laughs> I swear to God. Because like you, b- I black out on benzos. I black out hard on those. You right? Know? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then me it's like, too. how are you coked out? You're coked out, wanting to do something, but you're blacked out too. That's like, not my.
1: I'm, I'm a goofball man That's my You know Well I mean I can relate But only in a bla- Only in a blackout setting With meth And th- and that's when I just You know My My My, 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 my Oh shit There they go Yeah That's LA, That's LA's finest right there That's the fucking city right. Speaking to you right now <laughs> Dude it's like It's like a siren forever That's all you hear Oh, I know. It's, anyways, uh, yeah, I know. I noticed it's like to black out, but dude, I take a quarter of a bar and I'm out. It's over with. You could call it a night. Yeah, like benzos, they'd hit. They like the only
0: reason I'd use a benzo or even smoke weed towards that point, it was to force induce sleep. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. it's like you know, after you've been up for days you know the shadow people are your only friends you're hearing people yep. make fun of you outside of your bedroom door and every time you try to confront
1: them there's no one there right well here's the deal you know you know if you throw a rock at the get the people in the bushes and they don't throw it back that means they're not there
0: you know that's <laughs> how you test it so i like that yeah yeah i mean i used to be all, like it... driving and i'd see shadow people like crawling out of bushes and you know homeless people do that all the time so i'd be like swerving <laughs> like oh my
1: god i almost dodged that homeless guy and then everyone's like no there's nobody no. there.
0: Uh-oh, I better Well,
1: <laughs> I mean, either either they're, either they're not there at all or they're very friendly and they don't want to fight. So, yeah. You know, good test. Like the
0: shadow people or the voices out here, they were shit talkers and I was getting pissed. Like <laughs> I was like, and they'd be like, "Look at him over there, just being yeah. high." <laughs> and I'd be like, "What the right. fuck?" Like, oh, <laughs> "Oh my god, it was horrible." So, you had a little psychosis brew in there, big ol'. Uh, yeah, but, oh my god, my friend Scruffy Jones has had way worse psychosis, so. So they you know.
1: so they just ran up on him and shot him up? Did they take his shit, too? I mean, what what happened?
0: Oh, in Oceano? I don't know. I gotta look into it. I, uh, and, and I don't know if it was the cops. I think it was the cops. Right. I'm not sure. I don't. But it's like, dude, there. Um, I don't know, dude. Like, I'm over it. So, <laughs> I'm
1: just like, yeah. I need to
0: like, well, make a that's why you need to get friends. your ass.
1: You need to get your ass to wherever you're going and, you know, settle in.
0: Oh, I know. It's going to be like a fucked up, like episode of Survivor or something, you know, but well, like on the it's streets. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, man. I think stepping outside your comfort zone is like, uh, should be a necessary requirement in like, you know, right. in growing in life, you know? Because we can't just stay in the same, like, environment forever. We always have to. Our environment's constantly changing, so we need to be changing with it. That's the way I see it.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, look, I got caught in this loop, you know? The same fucking loop. Everybody else does it. And then even Mm -hmm. though it's, even though the same shit's uncomfortable, you just get, you know, it's predictable. That's true. Well, I like the way you put that. Holy shit. Well, I mean, I didn't get... That that's just that's this aloe shit coming out in me, you know. No, so
0: tell me how like I'd love to get your um, take on what aloe is like because, you know, I would love to go to aloe. Don't get me wrong, Um, I'm just fucking. I'm poor as you know. Oh, I'm not poor. I'm, I'm,
1: financially. uh, Well, it's a lot of they've got they've got a pretty good copay, so it's uh, working that out. Yeah, working that out is a uh, is an obstacle. Yeah. I mean, it's doable if you're willing to, you know, make commitments. Yeah. And. Well, uh, yeah. So, I mean, look, man, I can tell you, I've spent way more money on dope in the last four years than I'll ever spend at Allo. So. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to think about how
0: much money I've fucking spent. Or it, not only money. What's more important is the amount of time dedicated to go copying and being loaded like time is more fucking valuable than money in my opinion you know what right. i'm saying like and yeah. um i'm finally at the point where i was like man and you know jail like that's why jail takes time from you because they literally will never get it back never. so i'm at the no, point it where it's like yeah i could be fucking i needed to do this like a long time ago and i've neglected um you know recovery and treatment for so long but at the right. same time, I don't know if I was open to it as much as it, like I had to, like, get the same lesson pounded into me enough times to where I finally was open to accepting it or admitting that I didn't know fucking
1: everything because I was a little fucking little arrogant, little yeah. self-righteous, little shithead. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, look, I, like I tried to tell my mom and my sisters, it's yeah. like there's a sweet spot, right? Yeah, there's a sweet spot where you're not willing and you don't care. You're mm-hmm. in it to win it. And, and and you've got to hit that that point where you're just ready to say all right I'm out of ideas yeah you know?
0: and like the what's better than getting an outside perspective and an outside an outsider's advice that may have thought of some you know solutions or some you know ways of like looking at things that you may have never
1: have been able to come up with on your own you know. Yep, that's true. And and you know another thing is, man. And this is what they teach you here. And there's something that I've never heard anywhere else. Mm-hmm. It's that even if you don't make it out this time, uh, you know you take you take what you learn with you to the next time, and and you build upon it. And and I've never heard a place, put it that way, I've heard places, you know, they're so, they're so big on, oh, what's your sobriety date? Uh, you know, when you relapse, like relapse is a big thing. And it's like this whole shame that's built around you oh. going to a meeting and and getting back in there. Right. Yeah. And so this place is not like that. They're like, okay, well, you know, you didn't get it this time, but build upon what you already have and, Definitely. and we'll go from there. So it's, it's just a different mindset,
0: you know. That's fucking refreshing, because yeah, I mean, pretty much every drug program I've been that was court ordered, they they focus almost entirely, they double down on their fucking shame. Like, you know, you have to go up and stand in front of the judge and be like, "What'd you do? How oh, I relapsed Well, why'd you relapse?" And it's just like, it's right? Like, you got the whole courtroom staring at you.
1: It's fucking oh, horrible, dude. dude. It's terrible. It's, it really is. Yeah, you know? picking up that desire chip is not easy. Which which chip? The first timer? Like yeah, exactly. You, yeah. The desired chip, the 24 hour. Oh yeah, 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 the white one. Yeah.
0: No, so. I, and and like I like chips and stuff but that I mean at that I don't know, like sometimes it's just like I I guess I should do I need to be more open and do what's more suggestive of me, but sometimes I just like I've noticed since this last rec- like, you know, bit of clean time, my emotions are will fucking will, like flip. Almost yeah. bipolar like and I've never
1: had like well, definitely. never had that I'm problem dealing with before. that we're 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 dealing with that right now with a guy. And uh you know, you could just tell he is just not stable. And yeah. uh you know, he's not paying attention in group and when they call on him he's just going off the rails on the subject <laughs> oh, and he's God. going back to this same story yeah. and it's just like you know, I feel for him because he's going through it, you know? Yeah. So
0: he's probably getting like his chemical imbalance within his like you know his fucking brain is probably just so off he's trying to like fire synapses like the similar ways he used to on drugs and it's just not fucking happening yeah Yeah,
1: and and he's got some trauma issues that uh i think he's finally getting out so yeah you know he's, he's just trying not to get frustrated and and hope that uh, he'll come out. He'll turn the corner any day. Hopefully.
0: Yeah. Like I know a big part of my drug use, especially which le- obviously led to addiction, was was how I had an inability to to have the proper tools necessary for coping with traumatic experiences, and you know the genetic predisposition. And I think, like honestly, I think if parents were had less of a fear or social stigma against it, their their own families, <coughs> maybe you know. History yeah. of, of drug use and addiction. I think if <coughs> we were to educate—not like the Dare program, necessary—but like right. if we were to educate kids on just addiction, not just yeah. not not really drugs or drug use as much as being having an addictive personality and knowing. Right. If I think if children knew from an earlier age, like, oh, those drugs are more likely to make me become an addict than you know Joe Blow over there. You know, right. I, they might be less likely to do
1: them. I don't know, it's just a fucking theory, but. Well, right. it, you know, it's it's so weird because, you know, my sisters, they are, they don't understand it. They, they think, and and it, you know what, to pick up pick up after you've been sober is a choice, but after that, all bets are off. You yeah. Know? Oh, all bets are
0: fucking <laughs> off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and That's they don't insane. understand that, and then they don't realize the triggers. You know, all these things that we're educating ourselves on in treatment, they don't get it. And no, I, and I'm, I'm I guess I'm learning. I don't know. In some way, I want to figure out how to kind of clue them in and, 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 and still have compassion and not be so angry at them for not understanding. It. So
0: Exactly. That's the biggest challenge I've seen between uh, people who are afflicted and people who are just not afflicted and don't understand it is they have a lack of understanding and they have a frustration with being – having no way or accepting that they have no control over another person's drug use or their addictive personality.
1: Right. Just as much as
0: we have we only have a li- we have a limited you know uh, list of resources to try and educate people on you know, uh, letting shining light on what it's like to live with right. the way we do. And we already de- we're already coping and dealing with or trying to deal with our own um, frustrations with like lack of control when it comes to our drug use because like I definitely know like since I when I had gotten ball cancer, from that yeah. moment on, I had major issues with, uh, I'd always uh, obsess over being in as much control of my life as possible, you know?
1: Right. And yeah. I think
0: when it came to drug use, I was always trying like, go, to go the extra mile and prove to people that I, I had, like, you know, and prove to myself, like, oh, I, you know, okay, I got strung out and things got out of hand last time, but, you know, once I graduate this drug program, you know, I got this. I could do a little bit. I would, I would, I was would like so stubborn in that. It was, it's was pretty fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah. Because I think the trauma from not having control over my cancer. It made me want to like have more control over my life than certain aspects that I had no control over.
1: You know well, then you get stuck in you get stuck in the feedback loop yeah. because of your health. You know, your health exactly. is bad because of you using. So yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I know. Uh, well, see, like the people like I knew who were IV meth users. I don't know how they were able to go as long on on runs as long as they did, dude. I just <laughs> don't know how they did it. It was Well, fucking insane. It, like if I'm, it's one thing, if you're smoking it, snorting it, you know, whatever other way. But like with slamming it, I was like, that's just like, like injecting coke and and meth were. I just knew from research it was so bad for even, bad worse for your like, um, your what your vascular system
1: than right. even shooting heroin, you know well and then and then you got to think about it you're not nourishing your body yeah you're dehydrated you know your brain's definitely not working <laughs> yeah. and uh and that fatigue man it, it this time i lost so much muscle mass i'm getting it back but i probably lost 30 pounds
0: when and you was, got off it, of it or when you got on where you well, while you were on it
1: just the last last little relapse, you know? Yeah.
0: So. Oh. That's
1: another thing, too, is it,
0: it fucked with my metabolism so much. Like, And I would eat a lot on right. on meth. Like I would eat a lot, but it was just like, I don't know, what the fuck? And, yeah. Um, and it's weird, too, because there's been this, like, when I'm on my last run, there was this weird batch of meth that was going around, and I could tell it was different, and I could tell it was sh- a lot shittier than Meth from days gone by, you know. Yeah, and definitely. It, it's like you, you know. Sometimes when you slam, you get like a weird taste in the back of your throat or your tongue, you like of that the drug itself. You know. That's the that's
1: yeah, and you can definitely taste the difference. Yeah, oh, and it's yeah. that's such a weird thing, definitely. Because back in the anhydrous days, you could taste the ether that they use. Really? So, oh yeah, God. and yeah. It, kinda, it 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 kind of made you know the little spot your perineum. In the, in the brain? No, down down by your fucking butthole. <laughs> your what? Uh, Wait, say that again. Your perineum, which is, you know, down, down your, by the cradle of your ass. Your gooch, you mean? Your gooch, <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> Layman's terms. So yeah, I got you. <laughs> well, the, the the meditation guy's been using the word perineum for us. Okay, and, well, uh, that's definitely more PC. I like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, but when when like the stuff they they had out there back in the day uh-huh. used to have used to have like a warm sensation. It w- they called it horny dope, and I guess that was a selling point. <laughs> and it make
0: people bust in their pants and shit, huh? Big time, yes sir. I would hear about that shit,
1: and it yeah, never like, happened to me. And I was like, oh okay. And and so that's where those those whatever synapses in your brain they they cross. And then you associate you, you associate the actual chemical with that impulse, and then and, to, that makes you more addicted to it, huh? And that's it, yeah. Because oh, wow. every because like think about it, if if every time you do a drug, uh-huh. it's like Pavlov's dog. Remember Pavlov and his dog? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know he <laughs> he would hit the button, the light would come on, he would salivate, and then the food would drop down. Yes. So yes. So that's kind of in essence is what's happening. You, you have the stimulus and then you get the response, you know? Yeah. So that's so weird because
0: like most of the time I'd had to, I'd always had to watch how much, how big my shots were of, of meth, yeah, especially right. when I'm mixing it into my heroin, because if I did too big of a shot or I put too much meth in my shot, I'd get whiskey dick, like really bad. Like it was just like, it was, and, but I mean, I'm still like, my mind is like, Cause I've had methed out sex before and it's okay. But uh, like, I don't know. Like it was just so funny. Like now I can look back. It was kind of embarrassing at the time, but you know, I'd be trying to like have sex with some girl and it was like the worst whiskey dick I've ever had. Worse than whiskey actual whiskey drinking whiskey dick you know
1: and <laughs> you did like, too much <laughs> yeah
0: i'd be telling my girl uh whoever's there i was like just
1: squeeze it as hard as you can <laughs> <laughs> you need to, look just go invest in the cocker and get it over with i mean you know
0: i should have dude that's what i should have done but i just never i mean
1: this is 2019 big dog know, we got technology I'm falling behind i know there's probably bluetooth <laughs> in it and enabled and shit like voice command <laughs>
0: yeah I'm, I'm fucking behind the game dude <laughs> well you know you just weren't thinking I, I definitely wasn't I was I'd be watching porno while having
1: sex with a girl on my bed <laughs> nothing huh well I, I never had that problem because it is just connected it's connected to those neurons for me yeah so but, but then <laughs> when I did
0: too much black I'd get hard but then I couldn't bust so it's either I couldn't win either way I was just so frustrated oh, so dude. I was like I was like fuck relationships fuck sex. It was well, only when go. I got clean that, yeah. So. And then in
1: walks the isolation,
0: right? Oh, I, well, actually, when I'd get clean, I fucking, my libido just went through the fucking roof. Like, oh, it was right. as fuck. And like, yeah. you know, when I just, before I even picked up a needle, I'd be like popping Oxy 80s and stuff. And yeah. I'd be working from the house because I'd be managing like two dispensaries, right? And so right. I could take, I had like th- I had a main cell phone and two burner phones, one for each dispensary. So I could work anywhere I wanted, but if I was just, you know, smoking weed, hanging around the house, all op- like high on opiates, I'd be fucking like, I don't know why, but my confidence went through the roof. So I'd be on Facebook, like flirting with like three different girls. You know? Damn. Yeah. Shit. I was stupid with it. I was way stupid with it. And then like, I started dating like crazy and <laughs> it was so stupid, dude. My fucking pickup line was like, yeah, my name's Unk. <laughs> I have one testicle. I've been to jail. What's up? And I got yeah. a whole shit
1: ton of weed. It's I'm, called, I'm called the one tap Unk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got one. Just got <laughs> one time. tapping you on the back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: dude. I I don't know how I fuck. I I made it work somehow. So now. Well, there you go. I know, it's like, I dude. You, you know what's crazy is my fucking sperm count and testosterone levels are higher than they've ever been before on two balls. And I yeah, did. it's probably overcompensating. I'm it's sure. pumping double time. I keep telling people yeah. this, and then like. It's I, the little ball they could. <laughs> oh, that's fucking brilliant. That would be a nice book. I t- I was I fucking would try to, like, um, there, like, there'd be all these places in L.A. that would, like, be like, oh, we'll pay you to give us your sperm, and I'd be, like, applying, and none of them wanted me. And I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? And so then I contacted Pornhub because I thought, because, dude, I've had right. one ball for, like, ten yeah. years now. Right. Right? So now right. if I'm on Pornhub, I'm like, ew, two balls, that's, that's not normal. That's gross <laughs> to me. <laughs> and, uh... I was like, yep. that'd be a good fucking genre for people with one ball.
1: You know, there you go. People, you know? Your own little your own little cove in Pornhub. <laughs> right? If you do
0: I saw this thing on Facebook and it was someone who took a picture of their checks they got from Pornhub. It was like twenty five thousand bucks. Really? Yeah.
1: So, it's so like, it's like a
0: YouTube it's like a YouTube thing? Yeah, but the ad revenue is just way better. Oh way, wow. Yeah. I Damn just don't boy. know how I would feel about doing it with a camera in front of me because I, like, I would try to like, um, like play guitar with a camera and a mic in front of me and I'd fuck it up like at least 20, 30 times before I got it right. So imagine right? doing the
1: same thing but with sex. Like, I don't know. Damn. No, man, don't don't do it. I am your voice of reason. <laughs> thank, thank God. As your attorney, I, uh, <laughs> yes. I advise you against that. Well, they have that
0: POV type where it's just like it doesn't even show your face. So it's like, oh, well, that, Yeah. but no, like, I was like, no, Adam, that's really stupid. There's a, cause there's a lot of porn being shot in fucking LA, like that vivid
1: studios and shit. Like you'd be fucking surprised, <laughs> bro. Like I, I, I asked the dude, I said, what if I go answer a, uh, an ad for, for male models? He said, well, if you like getting fucked in the ass, maybe.
0: Yeah. Most male porn stars have to start off doing male on male. And I'm like, no, nah, that's, uh, that's not my thing. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. It's a little, uh, that's a lot of commitment there. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm not – I mean, sorry. I mean, I'm it's nothing against them. If they want to do it, it's fine. It's just not my thing. Totally.
1: Hey, do your thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so you've
1: been looking for a job, right? Um, or have Not you, yet. Not yet? Not yet. When well, you... I just found out today the insurance because, you know, my, my company terminated me uh-huh. and dropped my insurance. Okay. And Holy so – yeah, it's crazy. And by federal law – Uh, They have to offer you like a supplemental insurance, it's your same carrier, Uh but you have to pay everything out of pocket Yeah Yeah, that's what I've been dealing with. So uh, Aloe's been really good. They you know uh, They're kind of rushing me through to the phase where I could get a job Uh And uh, I got till May 27th to make it happen and it's it's doable and so I'm just gonna roll with it yeah, like yeah. You might as well That's
0: really That's all you can do You know Right I mean There's only so much fighting And like You know Reasoning you can try to do To get people to turn around And stuff But sometimes With healthcare It's fucking hard dude Well you know.
1: I mean You know Right now well, there's definitely not a good... Bob
0: Force on your side Is like Fucking The best You know thing Well like...
1: I mean Most rehabs would have said uh, You know Good luck fucker And sent me on my way Yeah
0: exactly Or they'll try and like pawn you off on somewhere somewhere else that'll take you know other insurance. But there.
1: I mean once I once I pay these premiums everything will go back to the date Yeah. I so it's all good. It's nice. Be okay. okay, that's good. Yeah so I'll just do a job next week. And uh, I'm pretty excited about that to get out the house. Yeah. It's pretty boring there.
0: Oh so what parts of LA have you have you explored
1: so far? Well right now I'm right by Silver Lake Reservoir. Oh nice. Uh I'm walking to Whole Foods with a friend, <laughs> and yeah. he's got me walking through the hills like a goddamn Rocky Balboa. You know. So they saying? have a
0: they have a Whole Foods at Silver Lake now, right? I guess. I mean, I, I've never <laughs> seen it, but <laughs> it's funny. somewhere.
1: I'm hoping it's close. <laughs>
0: yeah, because back in the day, uh, I moved back. See, we moved out of LA like a year before yeah. the riots, like the the riots back of the day. Um, right. The, and then I moved back to LA like in 2009, and back okay. then, that was when like hipsters were really starting to come up, you know, and they were. Yeah, they're still here.
1: Okay, good. I mean, they're it's waiting on, they're waiting on you to come back, big dog. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> tell tell
0: Ronnie I got his pet rooster over here with his eye patch <laughs> on. No, um, I remember someone did a prank <laughs> on all the hipsters in Silver Lake, and they put a f- a fake sign. In Silver Lake saying, oh, Whole Foods is coming to Silver Lake and just to, f- to troll and fuck with everybody. Because there, at the time, right. there was no fucking, you know, there was no fucking Whole Foods. It was just that we, people did so much funny shit back then. Like, yeah. I, I think LA is like, I mean, LA is just like any other city, but um, you have to, you, you, like, there's so many options. You can do so yeah. many different things here, but there's also a lot of drugs here. There's a lot of celebrities here. You see some crazy yeah. shit, you know? Um. Yeah. So you just kind of have to, like, It's I mean Like now You're in fucking Aloe, So they're gonna teach you How to You know
1: Like dodge and weave Between all that shit You know This is This is like Six hours a group A day And I'm telling you man It's It's intense Cause I mean You know They'll come in and say Oh y'all still tired I'm like God dog That's hard work Sharing your damn feelings all day It's emotionally exhausting You know
0: Yeah it like really when, is. When we started this podcast, we'd we'd uh, record for an hour, and it was like so emotionally exhausting. It was like it affected you on a physical
1: level, like you know, bringing up yeah. your past and shit. It was just like, whoa, you know. Fucking... Yeah, and and I engaged 100 percent if not more. Uh, I mean, because some people are shy, some people don't care. I mean, you know, you got you got the whole spectrum of people who are going to be in rehab, so.
0: And you, I don't know if uh, you wanted me to bring this up, but you were having a lot of creative projects that you were getting ideas for while you were down there. And oh yeah, that yeah. was one yeah. of them. Like all the different fucking characters.
1: Yeah, yeah, the archetypes, the the, the, the rehab archetypes. archetypes. I love that because there yeah, are,
0: there they they exist. They Definitely. Live, you know. Yeah.
1: You know. You got the guy who uh, who's trying to get his psych meds right, and he's <laughs> up and down, shifting. Going in the bathroom, you know, talking on his phone and laughing out loud and shit. And, you know, you got the girl who uh, has daddy issues. You got oh. the guy who's there just because his girlfriend wants him to be there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you just got the whole gambit. I mean, yeah. and I'm not saying they're not sincere. I'm no, not, of I course not. That. They just
0: exist, that's all.
1: But at, at, like we were talking today, there's different reasons that get us here. Exactly. And, uh... You know, so I'm not judging. I'm just saying that, that they're there and they do exist.
0: Yeah. Well the way I <laughs> see it is we base mostly, you know, our opinions and our ideologies or whatever mostly on our life experience. So depending what we were raised around or what we grew up witnessing and being seeing around in our, you know, environment, it's gonna determine a lot of why we think and feel the way we do. So right. You know, I yeah. don't I don't if I have a different opinion than someone, I don't really hold it against. Them. I, I like I respect people for having, you know, different opinions than me. But right. I mean, you know, and it's that's not the problem I think we have with society. We're so fucking divisive right now in America. Like, yeah. you know, we don't honor our differences. We we shame each other for them. And I think that's a big problem right now, especially, but, if, you know, between at people who are addicted and people who are like, you know, there's all these fucking dumbass videos I would see of people who are like, oh, that's not a disease, you're, you're weak and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I, I would say in drug court, I'd be like, I wanna fucking get, I mean, obviously this isn't like, I'm not serious, but I would be like, I wanna get like a heroin harpoon dart and just like, you know, just like a blow dart gun and just like go, and then like stick them in the neck with some like really addictive, like fucking, and be be like, all right, now you get to experience being an addict for a day. And then, right. yeah, you know, like, see what the fuck well, it's like, you know?
1: Somebody said, we watched the TED Talk the other day. It was, oh, yeah. uh, I think it was Johan Hari. I think I've heard that name, and, yeah. And he, uh, he's he been on Rogan a few times. Oh, nice. And he was basically talking about how most people who have had surgery, uh-huh. you, you know, they've done medical-grade heroin. And oh, they yeah, don't become addicts, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you just never know, man. You never know what substance is going gonna, is
0: gonna to turn you to the dark side. Well, yeah, and it's 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 interesting how a lot of people in Vietnam, even soldiers, were doing uh, heroin and, and and stuff over overseas, and then some of them, when they got back to their homes, when their families, they were there was a lot easier for them to put it down. You know, a lot of uh, environment Dix dictates like you know whether or not we are we have a, more of a desire to use those drugs, and I think a lot of people who do choose to use the heavier stuff or and drugs in general, it's usually because there's something missing out of their life that they're seeking that they're you're not getting any satisfaction from
1: you know yeah so. and, and with me personally it's probably because a guy i had a guy tell me one time when i was smoking crack pretty heavy yeah back in like oh6 2006 he said jeremy you gotta find something in life you love more than crack exactly and and i was like man that's like simple you know yeah. And so and so I think about it now, it's like okay, well then why haven't I done that? Why haven't I I i I've got a lot of things that I wanna do and that I love more than that, so why not? And I guess it can all stem back to self esteem. Oh yeah. Uh, and just getting stuck in a rut, man. Yeah,
0: true it really is. And you know, plus like, you know, 06 was a great year for crack, you
1: know. <laughs> yes. I look it at it was. like a fine wine, no. <laughs> <laughs> man. Uh. <laughs> There's nothing, like, there's nothing like getting that fresh crack rock out of that mouth, out of that gold teeth mouth with the saliva still on it, you know what I mean? That's when you know it's the good shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: like, yeah, you stick it in your mouth and you're like, mmm, I get this hints of menthol. Like, oh, all right, this is some
1: good well, shit. Well, if they if they pull it out of their packet, you know it's fake. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I was like, no,
1: no, nah, nah, motherfucker, I want that stuff right out of your gums. Right here, that that uh, stuff right there. That, that's the one I want. <laughs> I only had
0: to do that a few times, and it was it was definitely not fun. Well,
1: tasting other know.
0: people's saliva. But I mean. Well. But, I mean, you know what's funny, though, is, like, <laughs> most major cities, copping is not as dangerous, They like, dangerous as it once was, like, in Skid Row in L.A. It's yeah, neutral yeah. gang uh, territory, so the gangs have, like a, tr- like, a peace treaty there where they're just all about making money, and they oh. won't, like, really fight over much, you know, and... The- you know, people will decide which drugs they want to buy. Like, I mean, if it's outside of Skid Row, yeah, you're going to have to fight over
1: corners and whatnot. But, well, look, and New- I was in Camden, New Jersey. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and this is probably 07. Okay. And they sell it in straws. Like, they take a straw and they, you know, they burn it where it seals it. Yeah. And then they seal the other end and they, they sell it. And I've never seen that before, right? Is that for crack specifically? <sighs> crack, yeah. Well, I, I, that's all I was buying. So, yeah. I, I don't know and and they don't even call it crack they call it something else because I was huh. I was I was riding around in this you know this nice truck talking about you got some crack and they were like man you the police <laughs> so <laughs> why because I mean, you were white <laughs> no just because I wasn't calling it by their lingo oh you know? yeah yeah I mean oh. I, I didn't know what it, it was called around there so I was just like you know the rock cocaine that's what I want uh, <laughs> he said okay <laughs>
0: yeah that does sound it, a little suspicious the rock cocaine and ba- it's Back the then, block. that was
1: a scary town, man. It was scary. Well, I bet. But... <laughs> you know what I always
0: tripped out on is, like, all my friends who were like, coke heads and, like, in the club scene, they'd look down on crack, like, so much, and I'm like, dude, it's the same fucking substance as the cocaine you're putting in your nose. It's just a little baking soda with water and heat it up, and you're, and yeah. you're able to smoke, like, in a smokable form, like... It's just like that stigma that people see, like, and from, Mm -hmm. like, you know, from mass media and propaganda that would make people think, like, oh, crackheads. And I was like, the only time I did crack myself, I did never bought it off the street. I cooked it myself from people's cocaine. But it was like, dude, it's so fucking easy to make. But, um... it's know. different
1: though it's a different book it, it, it's, a, it's a devil it's,
0: it really yeah, is yeah I didn't like it because it was just too short acting like who wants to it, dude and I was like dude I want some bang for my buck that's why I was like <laughs> finally came around to meth I was like I was like, crack coke I was like be a man do some fucking real drugs you know do some meth yeah. you know well, stay so, yeah, up for a week you, know?
1: you <laughs> heard the whitey not. tidy story see the whitey tidy story you heard that one right no tell it to me I, I'm Intrigued. Oh, okay. I, okay, I I had I kind of relapsed in this program I was in. I uh-huh. just about to graduate it, and I went I, was, I went out on this little smoking binge. Okay. And uh, and I was stealing from my roommate, and I went and got this old crack hoe, and uh-huh. we went to a hotel, and she left her pipe at home, so I gave her my car, and she came back, and when she came back, she brought the police with her. Oh fuck. So, but I'm in my whitey tidy underwear, dude, <laughs> smoking crack. Look, yes. watching porno. Look, I'm oh, watching no. porno. I'm getting ready for it, dude. I'm like priming the pump, it. getting ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and That's so, awesome. I see her pull up, awesome. and I unlock the door. And when I turned around, I hit the pipe. And when I turned around, the Br Baton Rouge PD was right there in the doorway. Oh, fuck. And look, I let oh. out a hit so big, I let out a <laughs> cloud so big you couldn't even see the cop no more. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. And so they took me, they, this was uh, October 31st of 2007, it was Halloween night, and I went to jail, and I, I haven't touched it since. Oh, well, good. Yeah.
0: There's, so. I don't know why, I guess it's a personal thing, but there's nothing more, sat- now now that I'm looking back on my past, there was nothing more satisfying than watching a giant fucking cloud of smoked drugs travel co- like, towards a police officer's face and just
1: smack them in the face. <laughs> it was just so <laughs> satisfying, I don't know why. The guy looked at me. He said, "He said, uh, he said, put the crack pipe down." (laughs) I'm like, "Okay." They have to get a contact every now and then. They have to. Oh, dude, I put it in. I put it in his life. I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny, dude. I've been. You know what's been
0: crazy is I had all these friends of mine that are girls around here, and they all have shady police fucking stories. About yeah. fucking tweaker cops Or cops doing drugs Or cops doing this and that I was like I cops fucking around A lot more than we would want Like you know Like to yeah, believe You know
1: Probably more with females though
0: Yeah sure. Oh yeah you know. I know I mean They're yeah. probably keeping a secret From their you know Guy friends or whatever yeah. the fuck, Probably because
1: they're Probably because They're getting a little Under the table uh, Whirly woo You know what I'm saying Probably yeah you never know I know, you know right You fucking... gotta think like a man
0: I mean, dude, like, I, I honestly, when I get fucking horny, I don't, I, I lock my fucking doors, I put on my football helmet, you know, (laughs) put on my neck brace, because I know I'm gonna, like, wake up, like, in the front lawn, the mail on my head, you know? (laughs) and be like what the fuck happened because it does dude my my theory my conspiracy theory is all the fucking all the blood leaves the brain and it goes downstairs <laughs> and there's just not enough air like oxygen being delivered to the brain so you're not making the <laughs> most, like, <laughs> proper decisions you know <laughs> hello um, can you hear me are you there No, I'm losing.
1: Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Here we go. It's probably I the must have hit a Silver Lake. Yeah, dead spot. Yeah, dude. Um. So,
0: um. Ah, oh, fuck, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, it's been crazy lately because I don't fucking like. Some days I'm like, you know, I'm feeling like I'm getting back to my normal self. You know, I get a day or two of like good focus, good like you know, you know, I'm feeling grounded emotionally, and then like you know. The next day it's like I don't know what the fuck happened But it's like going from Pink cloud To like hitting the wall You know And then it's like I'm just like Fuck everybody (laughs) You know Like it's just like And I know that's gonna be You know The first few months I'm like Fuck dude Like It just My brain is gonna be normalizing You know Um I even, like, back in the day, like, not, I don't know if it's by Silver Lake, but there's somewhere in, there's actually more than one place, but it's called the Amen Clinic. Have you ever heard of that place? No, what does it do? Uh, well, they did a scan on my brain, and then they did all these blood tests to see, like, what kind of nutritional deficiencies I had, because that can also play a major role in, like, your emotional state. But then it showed how much damage I had done to my brain up to that point, you know? And, um... It's really fucking interesting because sometimes you, some people reach a point where they've done so much damage, they'll never be like, like back to what's considered like a normal, like brain function, you know? And, yeah. uh, I would see like this last run, I met some fucking characters, dude. Like, fucking <laughs> characters. Like, have you ever met like tweakers who, uh, they mumble and slur their words at the same time, and they're going off ranting on you on about something, but you're like, dude, I didn't
1: un- catch pick up a single word you said right then, you know? I try to stay away from those people, but yeah, <laughs> I've man, I could, look, dude, I got a funny story. Let me tell you a funny yeah, story. Yeah, I got to hear it. You ever heard of an African gray? No. Okay, African gray is a bird, okay? It, I guess it's from Africa. Hold <laughs> on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, so I went way down in, in the bayou of Louisiana, like all the way to pretty much where the Gulf of Mexico is. Okay. And to this old Cajun country town nice. to get some dope. And we get in there, and, and I'm always super paranoid when I don't know the people. Yeah. And it's, and it's super shady as fuck. Definitely. And everybody goes in the next room, and it's just me, right? Uh-huh. So I'm left with this, I'm left with in the room with this African gray. And like every 25 seconds, this damn thing goes. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, I'm already like super like paranoid. And I bet that and paranoid and, on you too. Like, you know, man, when they come back with that dope, I said, man, get me away from this fucking bird before I kill it. <laughs> dude, it was intense, big dog. But yeah, I, I've been around people like that. Definitely. Yeah, dude. Like I was giving this one dude a ride.
0: This guy, I I'll have to get a more detailed story, but this guy's like, I I don't know how I was able to decipher what the fuck he was saying to me, but he needed a ride to his house or whatever. And on the way, there was a Home Depot, or no, he was staying at a Motel Six, so that's already a uh, red flag right there, Motel Six, you know. But then fucking, um he fucking, uh I gave him a ride to Home Depot, and he had some bullshit reason. And I'm looking at him in the parking lot. I'm in, I'm just waiting my car. I'm on my phone. I see him with, like, two giant, like, boxes, like, one, but there were, like, two giant power tools, and he's running to my car, and I'm, like, I'm just, like, what the fuck are you doing, and he was, like, come on, we gotta go, we gotta go, and I'm, like, why? I, I thought you were returning something, and he was just, like, why, so I take off, and he's, like, hiding from, like, employees while we're driving past him, and he was, like, he's, like, he was like going off on the law like he's like if i didn't tell you like i was going to steal shit then you wouldn't get in trouble and i'm like you just stole like two like like three hundred dollar power tools i didn't i hate that dude yeah i was like oh my god i was like all right, this is fucking definitely a sign and you get the fuck out of the game because i'm starting to be around shadier and shadier people you know
1: yeah and and i mean you gotta you at some point you have to admit to yourself that these people are a little more committed to the shady life than
0: you. oh yeah Way more fucking committed. I would... Dude, I... Withdrawal is not that big of a deal for me. Like, I I was like, I'm not willing to, like, throw that much on the line. And, you know, I did, like, this last run, I learned about a new term. I don't know if you know about it, but, like, could you explain to anyone listening what noodle grooving is? Noodle grooving? Huh. You never heard of noodle grooving?
1: Not ever.
0: Okay, so... Apparently, people in Central Coast like to use this as, like, a, uh, an insulting, like, demeaning, like, term. And it's, like, you know that video of that fucking, that late, that in a female juggalo, like, doing weird dance fucking, like, yeah. movements and shit because she's all spun mm-hmm. out? It's, right. like, that's yeah. noodle grooving. It's, like, these weird manners, mannerisms oh, yeah, 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 and, like, yeah. body movements. And yeah. then I was, like, wow, noodle grooving. And so I'd be, I was a lightweight on the shit. So I'd be, <laughs> like... I'd be like doing weird shit like I had, um, I was like holding my phone like it was a gun in Foods for Less and I was like pointing it at employees <laughs> like just pretending to shoot them and he's like, people would be like, uh-huh. stop noodle grooving. I was like, why is everyone, uh-huh. why is noodle grooving so negative? We need to have like a noodle groove like dance off <laughs> competition. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You need to fucking like. Oh, yeah. you know? But it's that's so me. weird, and it makes sense. Now I see people noodle-groove all over the fucking town. It's it's oh, so yeah. weird. But you only think or move like that when you're high. Especially it's if true. you're throwing heroin in the mix. Like, people well, will walk once for you days. Acquire,
1: yeah, once you acquire that, you kind of go back to it right away. It's not, it, you know... It's, yeah, from muscle memory, you know? Yeah, it really is. I mean, that's why, that's why my isolation got so deep, is because... You know, I couldn't, I would notice, I wouldn't notice that I was tick, you know, I call them ticks, right? Yeah. I wouldn't notice that I was ticking, but I could notice other people noticing. It, right?
0: Yeah. You right? can notice other people being suspect from you.
1: Yes. And so, and, and look, I had, I had an experience on the way here on yeah. the airplane because I was, I was a, a four hour layover in Dallas Ugh. and I kind of came down a little bit. Three yeah. days before, but I was still I was gigging, big dog. I was gigging <laughs> like a motherfucker, and so, I we was a layover and they kept making us go from one concourse to another, oh and there God. was a, yeah, there was a guy with his kids, little uh-huh. kids, and I got, I was kind of staying close to the pack, but on the outskirts so nobody would feel uncomfortable because okay. I knew I knew that I was out there, <laughs> and uh, and so the guy kind of caught eyes with me, and he gave me kind of like a little look, like kind of like a. Uh, I see you, you know, type like, look. What the fuck? Yeah. And, and I mean, it wasn't bad, but he, I, it made me feel uncomfortable. So I got up and moved like across the hallway and I, and I kind of just went off and did my own thing. And so probably about 15 minutes later, he, he, uh, he grabbed the group, you know, his his family and they moved over by me. And he what? gave me kind of a nod. Yeah, he gave me like a nod, like, "Oh, it's okay." It says, you know, because he, oh, kind of, yeah. because I gave him the space that he that he was wanting, and yeah, and it was, it's those unsaid things, you know, the things yeah. that did, and, and it's like, it's those experiences that that really demoralize me. It's like I want to be able to go get a pack of cigarettes without the fucking. Cashier looking at me all crazy, man. Oh, that
0: yeah. fucking look that people would give me—it right. was like the worst feeling ever. Like, yeah, it's like people would look at you like, "What the fuck is up with you?" Yeah. And I think it was started in the eyes. Like, I would right. do it, and when I was just yeah. high on heroin, people would just think I was like stoned off weed. But once I right. threw stimulants in the mix, like, I would. And sometimes my eyes would be so wide that people would be looking at me like, "There's something up with him." You know. Yeah. I yeah. And, and hated that.
1: And think about it, man. On a normal day, normal mood, normal everything, sober. Yeah. You look at people. You make eye contact. You greet them. You say hello. I'm a friendly person in, in real life. I'm jovial as fuck. And and it's like, you, you're just not yourself, man. Yeah. You're just not. And that that's that's it's really kind of rewarding to have that back. Yeah. You know?
0: Oh yeah. Because, yeah, when you're, when you're not getting sober, that, that insecurity, it manifests and it gets yeah. worse and worse. And then when I would get my worst psychosis, it'd be when, like, I would think people were following me while I was driving. Right. I'd be like, dude, that's an yeah. undercover. They're following me. And I was, like, convinced, though. Like, you know, whereas when you're, like, you're sober, you're like, like, you know, like, I'm not doing nothing wrong. Fuck them, you know? But, oh, my God, it was fucking bad. And I'd be, like, waiting in line somewhere at the DMV or wherever. And I'd yeah. catch someone staring at me, giving me that look. But then I'd be yeah. like, that guy's staring at me. Because he, I would, in my head, I was convinced he was, like, you know, watching me, taking, you know, building a case on me. So I would stare at him, like, yeah. I was literally looking at him, like, oh, I'm going to fuck you up, motherfucker. You know, like, you crazy shit. Like, crazy, shit you would dude. never think,
1: it's so crazy,
0: you know. Yeah, it's the it's so worst. Crazy. And it's like, you know, I think we haven't even gotten much uh, studies back with the results, like how much damage we do from lack of sleep just that by itself, you know? Right. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely. The drugs. Well, it goes deeper, man. Okay. So I was locked up for three and a half years and, and then I spent four years on a tugboat. Yeah. So my social life was nothing. And, and I've really, you know, I forgot, I forgot how to talk to women. I mean, yeah, you know, and that's it's always an awkward thing because it's it's a different world we live in now. And and even my homeboy hooked me up with this chick Mm -hmm. and it was like it was set in stone. It was going to happen. I mean, i to say it that way, but I didn't. I was just like fucking a fumble fuck. I mean, it was stupid. And and so Mm. that kind of that kind of really it. like you said, it manifested, and it, it really added to the isolation part, man, you know? Oh, yeah. I feel, I felt so. that, like, I still had, like, you know, when I would first get to know and
0: meet, you know, ladies, I, I was able to turn on the charm really hard at first, but then when they got to know me more, right. and see right. how fucked up I really was, then it was like, I, I definitely scared them off, and they were packing, for, and heading for the hills. It was, yeah. it was, I was like, wow, oh, I was like, okay, well, yeah, yeah, I was just like, dude, I, and this place I'm going to now, their, um, their whole thing is they, they, I mean, it's not enforced, but they encourage like complete celibacy the first year of your recovery. You know? And I agree
1: with that. I do so agree do with I. that So do because I. because you know what? I, it's like they say, you, you, you get a little bit of, uh, a little, you get your charisma back, you get mm-hmm. your personality back and the rest will follow yeah of, you know because it's gonna you're gonna attract people like-minded people when you do that i mean exactly
0: and, just... and a lot of like you know of, of opportunity it all is also reliant on who you surround yourself with like you know i was like this little stoner kid back in the day and a lot of my friends slowly got into um you know more um you know opiates and stuff and it's like i i still accepted them and i allowed them in my life but then once it's kind of like you know kind of like a like a fucking snake bite It kind of infected everybody Then that's like every, All my friends are junkies It's st- Even though it still took A long time for me To transfer over I yeah. was still like um, You know Oh um, It still like Eventually led me down that path Whereas like If I surrounded myself With an entirely Different group of pe- people Who never would Like Like be willing to do
1: that It does yes. make a huge difference You know When you're in your element Big dog When yeah. you're in your element Shit shit just pops off for you. It just yeah. in your lap if you're in your element. And and you cannot be in your element when you're fucking what what do you call it? The the uh the Goonie Shuffle or some shit. The uh, noodle grooving. <laughs> the noodle grooving. <laughs> I like I
0: like the Goody Shuffle though. I, that'll be like, that'll be like a different like genre of dance move or something.
1: Well, you know, you know my brother, my brother kind of does that, and we call it the Adam Shuffle. And, really. And we both, yeah, we both kind of do it. You know, nice. Shout out to my brother. He's locked up. So. Oh, that sucks, dude. Yeah, it happens. So, so. Wh- um,
0: so what's your, uh, so you have any like. Like, ideas or plans for the future now that you're, you know,
1: in California? Well, uh, no, man. You know why? I, I, I'll tell you why. I mean, of course I have dreams. Of course yeah. I've always wanted to move to L.A. because I'm a musician. Oh, and yeah. um, But right now I'm still in the group phase. Yeah. And it's so focused on being mindful and being in the present and just really showing up for today. Yeah, that's true. And uh, and I get it. And so I'm not really, as they call, future tripping. Uh, and or and do not You know, for once, I'm 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 content with being here. Uh, and and I have no desires to go home. I have no regrets for coming here. And good. It's it's just like this is my time, right? And and I don't want to try to pink cloud this thing, cause it's, cause I still have a good, healthy. Uh, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> my, you know, you got to have a healthy dose of uh, my life is still fucked. Uh, so I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, got rainbows and sunshine every day. Well, I think if you're
0: self aware of what the pink cloud phase is and you're able to utilize it in a way that's like, you know, um, productive and like positive. That's fine. But like, I think the problem with the pink cloud phase is some people think like, oh, all of uh, recovery is like that. And it's not, you know, that's just like the initial spike in you know, dopamine and serotonin that comes with like first initially getting off of those uh, substances. And then uh, if they're not educated on what like, you know, where they're at and what they're feeling at that moment, uh, is truly, then when they kind of hit the wall as they talk about, then it yeah, can yeah. become a lot more problematic for them. So, you know, anytime yeah. I have been in like a, you know, cause I've, I've detoxed and I've gotten clean dozens of times, but it's like now, at least if I'm hitting a pink cloud stage, I'm at a, I'm at least in a, uh, more. Overall, understanding, you know, position where it's like, I know I could hit the wall at any time, but it's like, now I need to build the tools necessary to counteract yeah. that yeah. for so when well, or if that does happen, you know? And you
1: got people who are, are pink cloud smashers. Oh, it's the pink cloud. It's like, shut the fuck up. have like, it. If that's yeah, all I got, it. give it to me, man. Yeah. Shit. yeah. You yeah. know, don't dismiss that little bit of fucking happiness I got right now. When I hit the yeah. wall, be there to help me up.
0: Exactly. You know. Exactly. Uh, don't kick
1: them when they're down. Like, help dude, lift them up. I dude, I hate it, man. They dismissed it so foul, it's the pink clashot's going hell up. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, we're all fucking different in this. It's like, I i mean, I'm not here to judge anyone or look down at anyone, because I, I was fucking, you know, junky junkie tweaker, like the lowest... Uh, you know, I was looked at like worse than any other fucking person like, you know, in this fucking society, you know And I right. I not only came to accept to it and came to terms with it I just didn't give a fuck what other people thought of me at that point point. And, you yeah. know, it's like it's important to care what people think of you to a certain extent But not to the point where you're willing to compromise uh, Characteristics of that make you like unique in who you are, you know
1: Well, so. yeah, and you can never forget this, man Because my, my, my therapist, she who lives... She lives in Malibu, she calls it the boo. Have you ever heard that shit, the boo? No. Yeah, she calls it the boo. She would say, oh, I've got to get back to the boo. I'm like, oh man, that's some fancy shit. It's fancy, I guess. I guess that's what the rich people call it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, anyways, she would tell me uh, that you have to remember that uh, there are sociopaths in this life. And people who, you know, they don't care and, and and they learn this new lingo and, and, and the, you know, they, they really try to they try to they learn the ins and outs of recovery and it's just a manipulation tool for them. It's mm-hmm. to get where they're going. And and so you have to remember that. And uh, it just comes with experience. That's why that's why I like when they say if you don't get it this time it's okay. Yeah. Because you you, you learn something somewhere. Well, and, yeah, I, mean,
0: I think people need to be fully aware that there are other people out there in this world that their drug for that gets them high is manipulation and the control of other people and building someone yeah. up so that when they like burn it down, they watch like the the chaos that kind of consumes. Another individual You know Right It's like yeah. people who Fucking tear wings off Of a butterfly Or some shit It's yeah. like And I've, <laughs> I've, I've 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 encountered People like that And I was super Fucking naive To the point Where it was like Wow Like It fucking Devastated me <laughs> You know Yeah So you know, it's yeah. just like you, uh, there's so many uh, people think, you know, a lot of people like to have like this one little magic fucking answer for addicts or fucking addiction yeah. or for like a, a one stop shop for like you <laughs> know the problems in your life. And it's like, dude, life and people are way too fucking complicated and complex to ever yeah. assume that there's just one solution. And I was talking to some my last guest he was like, he was like, I like to have at least 20 solutions. You know, at all times. So if one fails me, then I got 19 more, like, to help me out, you know? All positive things, but, you know, uh, it's like, it's fucking, it's a trip, like, I don't know, so... (laughs) Anyway, uh, we're at an hour. I'm fucking
1: hungry. I might have to eat Holy some. Holy shit. Have you gone In-N-Out yet? Uh, I, we did it. Uh, I gotta go because of the Big Lebowski, big dog. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay, I know. <laughs> I have to ask everybody
0: if once they get to California yeah. if they've gone In-N-Out. Because some people... See, us Californians, if, if we hear someone talk shit about In-N-Out, it's yeah. like that fucking Pace Bacante fucking commercial from back in the day. Get the road. Yeah, exactly. Like, we are nice. so offended. People will fight yeah. over their fucking love
1: for In-N-Out here. I mean. Well, I mean, I, I, the only reason I know of it is because <laughs> of the Big Lebowski. So, oh, yeah. definitely got to go. It's one of my places I, I'm going to go. So, yeah, dude. Check out Fat Burger too.
0: Fat Burger in L.A. Oh, it's. There's kind of like I, a rivalry between Fat Burger and In-N-Out in L.A., I think.
1: I, I've been telling people about you, and uh, every time I try to say the name of your town, I'm like, oh, yeah, he lives in San Luis Nabisco. <laughs> Nabisco. <laughs> yes. Nabisco, oh, that's yeah. fucking brilliant really? oh, that's You live awesome. in Nabisco, big dog Alright, All man, I appreciate you calling me It's good talking to you, dude
0: Yeah, you know, um, I'm proud of you, man And yeah, if you ever yeah. need to reach out You know I'm always here and, you know, vice versa yeah, I'm definitely. gonna fucking hit you up and bug you sometimes, so Oh, no, definitely, dude.
1: You. Well, I, look, man. Look, it's onward and upwards, and uh, you know, let me know where, when you're going and where you're going, and uh, keep in touch. All right, man. Take care, buddy. All right, all right buddy. All right. Bye.
0: Why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? Say you why? For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner. Why? why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit, but they want us to kill ourselves.